It's Kellen. And today on Diversified Game, I have the one and the only. If you're in Palm Beach, if you've traveled to Palm Beach, this face, this name, I love the name. It's a million dollar, maybe billion dollar brand name. Palm Beach Barbie, Miss Aaliyah Lee is going to give us the game. We got her in studio. If you guys haven't seen her studio, I want you, we're going to talk about it all. Her new show, we're going to get into it, y'all. I can't wait. Welcome to the show. How are you doing? Thank you. I'm doing great. How are you? Blessed by the best. <laughs> I can't complain. I got Palm Beach Barbie. You know how popular you are in the area? I, I'm getting to know. You're getting to know? Yes. I mean, besides, you know, everything else, also the events you've put on. And let's just get into the, the, the first thing of where you're from and okay. then where you grew up. Because I think you're going to be an inspiration to all those Jamaican girls who say, I want to I wanna be like her. <laughs> I was born in Jamaica, Spanish Town Hospital. To be exact, I was raised in Portmore till I was seven. I then came to West Palm Beach and grew up here for the last 32 years. Okay. I do travel to Jamaica quite often. I'm there at least five times a year. Well, you travel all over, oh, the, uh, yes. you know. Uh, so, I do. So that ain't saying nothing. <laughs> I do. <laughs> you, you, you get busy. And she takes a crew with her. Yes. And, and, I, and I love it. I love it. But... You know, there's a lot of women who are doing hair out of their home or they're mm -hmm. finding, you know, some shops and expanding. Mm -hmm. How did you get into doing hair? So hair has been my passion since I was about 16. I started off as a braider just for fun. And then I started doing it for money. And then I went to nursing school because I was scared. I didn't know how to get into the hair business and wanting to be successful all at one all at once. So I kind of lollygagged for about. 10 years. Mm -hmm. And then I just got tired of working for people. And then I went to hair school and got my license and start doing it professionally. First from home. And then I moved into salons for about eight years. And now I have my own business. Okay. Okay. And talk about nursing because so much money in nursing. Mm -hmm. And I know we've talked off. I'm going to let you guys know uh, if Ali and I start talking, we just going to keep talking. So mm -hmm. It's it's gonna be a long conversation yeah. because I'm long winded, and I'll just blame myself. Okay. And she's a good listener, but she I can am. talk too. <laughs> <laughs> I can. <laughs> so I can. So let the people know, like, okay, you're doing nursing. You were good at nursing. It wasn't like you got kicked out of nursing. No. Um, but talk about like the nursing and then going back to hair because I mean it's like you always had money. Yeah, it's two it's two different fields while being. Well, nursing, top of nurse, I was an LPN. I started off as a medical assistant, then I went back to school and got my LPN license. But working for people wasn't really my thing, you know. So I got an assistant position to be um, an, another stylist assistant. And I did that for like two years. And then we broke that relationship off, and then I went back to nursing. And then after doing that for about six months, I decided that it really have that restriction, that nine to five. So I just went back to school, doing it, going to work from eight to five, going to school from six to 10. I just did that. And then I did it for two years. And then I started working from home, worked at home for about two months. And then 
I passed the board. When I got my license, I moved into a salon. Okay, okay. And, you know, I saw the journey before you have your place now mm-hmm. where you were sharing um, or, you know, taking the, the back spot of that very popular barbershop right next to the Haitian, you know, yes. uh, restaurant that is traffic in and out all day. Yeah. How long did it take you to get your own spot? And I say that because so many people want their own spot and they want a big spot. You have people in rooms smaller than this, Mm -hmm. you know, and they're like, I just want to get a bigger space and I want to have a bigger place. How long did that take you, that journey, the clients? You know, how many clients' heads did you have to do to get up to that level? Um... I would say eight good years. My goal was to have my own business after five years. Um, but then my mind just kind of strayed. I didn't want the responsibility. I want to have more fun, travel some more before I got that real responsibility. But I bounced around for about eight years. And then I realized being in a room in the back of a barber shop was great because that's my brother's shop. And... Um, I grew, I outgrew the space, more clients needing more space, wanting to do more. Um, I like jewelry. I always had a little jewelry stand there where I sold accessories and I just wanted it on a, in a bigger space to have more, do more. So I just decided to get my own. Okay. And let me say, I've met you. Through. I got to give shout outs and give credit where credit is due. Sam, the consultant. Um, also, if you guys need a real estate agent, uh, I'll put the links in the description and all that. I might throw something in there, um, yes. even though she doesn't ask or may not even want that. Yes. But if you guys come to Palm Beach, come to South Florida, you need something. Sam hooked me up with the Lee and just said, come check out this shop. Come check yes. this out. She's done that for uh, many a people and I thank her for it. When, you know, you got your shop, Eight years. Most people won't even put eight months into something. They want it now or they don't want, you know, they don't want it at all. Mm -hmm. Now, what's the feeling when you have your own shop? Do you have other people, too, in the shop working with you and and working or maybe working for you? I do have an assistant and I have another stylist with me, which is the lady that raised me. Um, She's not my mom, but I would call her my second mom. Um, Me and her... Her son have a child together, and she's just been, like, my best friend for the last 20 years. Mm. So she's also a stylist. She's there with me, and I have an assistant. But having your own space is the greatest. Go there anytime I want. When I feel like, okay, I want to, I have wigs to make, or I have wigs to wash, and I want to lounge all day. If I want to go into my business at midnight and knock that out, I can. When you're in someone else's space, you can't. So that feeling is amazing. Okay. Even though your other spot, that was your brother's spot, you still yeah. couldn't have, you know, for whatever the reason is, just go in and out. Because sometimes tenants have rules mm-hmm. and, you know, it just things get funky. And so that's yeah. a beautiful thing. Now, your job is to make women look beautiful in Florida and beyond. I think you could be in Dubai and do the same thing, right? Yeah. Sierra Leone, shout out to y'all. You should come there if you yes. guys want to pay the money, pay the, you know, the, the money. <laughs> if you want to pay it, she'll come. Nigeria is not too far. That's right. But let's talk about women and beauty because South Florida and, you know, you, you can do hair, but people can look at your Instagram. You mm-hmm. might throw that in there. I don't know how, how, how it gets edited up, but okay. you are kind of a, a standard of South Florida beauty. 
Yes. You know, um, talk about women and beauty and looking beautiful and the pressure because there's a lot of pressure out here, you know, to keep up. It's definitely pressure because women want to be beautiful 24, 24 seven. I have clients that literally come in every week because they want to, they want to refresh. They always want to look good on Friday for the weekend. Or if they have a job where, you know, they're seeing people all the time, they want to look good from Monday to Friday. You know, they always want to look good, but it's really the, it's, it, it can get costy if you, um, if you want to look good, but you can't afford it, mm. like on the regular, that's that's the issue I see a lot of people having. They want to look good all the time because when I give you a glam, I give you a glam, like I give you a look and they want that all the time. They want to wake up and look good all the time. And sometimes, you know, it's not easy to keep up, mm-hmm. but um, I work with my clients Okay. Now, is there a glam monthly or weekly package where you say, look, I just, I just, you know, hit a lick. I got some money. I want to stay looking a certain way. Maybe Mm -hmm. it's even you're on TV, you know, um, constantly. Is there any packages or are people spending, you know, what they're spending and what are, what are they spending? I don't know what a lace front costs at all. Give us the game. A lace front wig or install. Both. Okay. So wigs can range from, $150 $150 for the short ones or the shortest ones. I'm um, a lace front up to thousands. It depends on what you can afford. Mm-hmm. You have different texture hair. You have different type of lace. Each have different prices. Okay. So it depends on what you can afford. If you want the invisible lace to look like it's coming from your scalp, that's obviously going to cost you more. Mm-hmm. You so, said thousands. How much in the thousands? Like what is Beyonce rocking or, you know, at... at that level of thousands. So Beyonce, maybe her wigs or wig is five thousand or more. Wow! If she has that real good, great hair, Indian hair, um, Peruvian hair, Russian hair, that it goes up to look as natural as possible. It can go up five, ten thousand dollars. I'm not sure how much celebrities spend on their look, but I'm assuming it's it's a good chunk. And this is a teachable moment and we can go deeper into what men are thinking and saying online because we will talk about your mm-hmm. show. Mm-hmm. But, you know, men are looking and I don't know too many men who say, oh, she got a good lace front. Like, I don't know men who talk mm-hmm. like that because I'd assume people who know what a lace front is, mm-hmm. um, they they might want it themselves and might not be interested in the ladies like that. Yeah. That's just my theory. Yeah. But men, they see a look and they say, oh, I want that. But you don't know what it is to upkeep that as you guys say, a high value man who want to provide and pay for everything. Mm-hmm. So it's just good to know that mm-hmm. it may cost you thousands. Well, not with... Non-celebrities. Okay. My wigs range from $500 to $1,000 because I customize it myself and it takes more. I may get a wig. All my wigs are customized. I'll get a wig and I'll add more bundles because I like my hair thicker and longer. Mm -hmm. You know, so buying the wig could be five or six hundred and each bundle that I put in there is maybe a hundred or one hundred and twenty dollars, which brings the cost or the value of the wig up. So... I think regularly a woman can pay if she's not extra like me. <laughs> it can cost her maybe $300 for a wig. Okay. And then you're going to pay me $120 to install it. Mm. Which is current price and it's, it goes up every year. And how long does that last? 
My wigs last two weeks mm-hmm. or more. Okay. Mm-hmm. The process that I personally use, it it my wigs don't move. Okay. Yeah, and I have great testimonials. I have clients travel all over the place, go into water, come out, and their wig is still on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and I've heard, and you can see for yourself, you guys, if you look at her Instagram, look online, mm-hmm. you know, people seem happy. But I know even personally throughout the city, people, you know, they talk about Palm Beach Barbie in a good way. You know, those who talk about it in a bad way, we don't even hear that because they still probably come to the salon and get done. They're just mad that they paid so much money. Yeah. That's yeah. what it is. Yeah. But you you have to pay for what you get. You pay for, you come in to get a service, you know that you're definitely coming to one of the best in town. Mm-hmm. And you walk into my salon, you uh, automatically when you walk in, you know, okay, so this is not going to be a $50 install or $60 install. Just by the way I present myself and the way I present my business, you already know you're getting top-notch service in a top-notch salon. Gotcha. So come ready. Now, for your look, how much do you spend since you get to make the wigs but i'm talking about everything because you mm-hmm. tattoo sleeve down mm-hmm. you know uh you, you're staying you know in the gym you you've you've done what you've done mm-hmm. to have this look you can talk about it, what it takes to get here because women will look and say i want to look like that what is it how do i get there nails mm. you guys see the nails the nails <sighs> you know. this one's broken but yeah, it's all this good. is the look it happens <laughs> so I work on myself. I've been working on myself, I'd say, since I was about 25. I was natural till about 25. And then here comes women with the small waist, the perky breast, the whole look. It took me a while to get where I am now. Um, And it's just me changing how I feel about myself yearly. Mm-hmm. Yearly, I want to add something. Yearly, I want to take away something. It depends on how you feel about yourself and how much you're in love with yourself. Mm-hmm. And I'm really, I'm really into me. Mm-hmm. Like I'm really into me. All my money goes into me. Okay. Okay. If you love yourself and you want to have a certain look, you have to take care of yourself. You come first. Can you talk about any of those, you know, procedures and how uh, that works? Because people say, I'm going to run to Dominican Republic or I'm going to go get my teeth done in, you know, the Middle East, Turkey, whatever. Like, what does it take? Because, you know, I saw your old pictures. And, and again, I just look at the people in the person. I'm like, mm-hmm. I either I like you or I don't. Mm-hmm. So what's out on the surface? I'm kind of like, ah, you mean God made you how he made you. But yeah. you want to look the way you want to look, the way you feel comfortable. Yeah. And that's your right. So yeah. talk about some of those things because young ladies are looking and they say, well, is that natural? Is it? How do I get it to look natural? Because some of it, you know, might look and feel like cement <laughs> <laughs> on some people. And you're like, oh, no. You definitely have to do research on your doctor. I have had multiple procedures. I mean, it took me a while to work on my body. I have had a tummy tuck. I have lipo about three times. I had my boobs done and I had a little fat put in my tush. And then I have, I went through a phase where I was in love with tattoos, just seeing it on different women and how it made them look. And I liked it. Mm -hmm. So I decided to get a sleeve. And then from the sleeve, I got, you know, basically my whole right side done from my arm all the way down to my toes. Okay. And I like it. And I love it, actually. I love the way I look now. I work out when I can. <clears throat> but it's mainly um, keeping up. Um, I don't 
don't want to lie because I really don't work out. But <laughs> we'll get you on the Peloton. Just, I'm gonna push it. We're gonna talk enough. I'm like, come on, yeah. jump on this Peloton yeah. every day. Let's race. So my my boobs, I got implants and I got a lift and I got a tummy tuck and I had lipo after my tummy tuck. So that's why my waist is the size it is. It's not small, small, but it's it's good enough for my size. Does it and that beeping on your phone while I ask this question? Let's, let's silence that. But when you get that because i've had two hernia surgeries mm -hmm. and i always you know i just say my prayers tell my kids and my wife what i need to tell them there because when you're going through a procedure you never know what could happen mm -hmm. do you get ever scared or how do you get over that because i know the tattoos are addictive i have a couple of them those are addictive it feels good mm -hmm. to me but i i you know I just stopped because I ran out of ideas, to be honest. I'd have all type of Tupac Machiavelli tattoos if I didn't stop. Okay. But with, you know, the procedures, do you get scared? Um, how's the recovery? I know everybody works different. So because of the, the stigma um, the media puts on surgeries, I myself go to my doctor first. My... Um, my family doctor. I go to him first. I do my blood workup and my EKG. I make sure I'm good before I lay on that table because there's a stigma out there that doctors are killing women or, you know, people who go on. But really, it's the people they're hiding, you know, the issues that they have. Some people have low iron. Some people have irregular heartbeats. Some people have diabetes. Some people have high blood pressure. You have to let your surgeon know that because, when you go to the surgery centers, they do a minor workup, which is basically just checking your iron, a little bit of blood work. Some people do EKG, some people don't. That's why it's good to let your family doctor um, clear you first, and then you can do whatever you want. And do you do these in the state? Your oh yeah, all my all my surgeries were done here. Were done. They were done in Miami. Okay. In the okay. states. Okay. My teeth, <clears throat> I got done in Colombia. Okay. Now, how, how with the teeth, and I got this Invisalign, I take it out for the interviews real quick, but, you know, I got boxer and catcher's teeth uh, if they were just natural, but, you know, boxing and all that, you get hit with elbows, um, you know, with the teeth in Colombia, how did that work and, and, and why Colombia? Because some people will hear that and say, oh, okay, I won't go here. I'll go, mm -hmm. I'll, I'll go there because mm -hmm. Aaliyah said so. Well, the main reason is because it's co it's cost effective. Okay. Um, the type of work I needed done would would have cost me about twenty five thousand in Miami or mm -hmm. in the States. Mm -hmm. My dentist charged me nine thousand dollars and I think he did a great job. He was very thorough and he just kept checking. Even the day I was leaving, he did another x ray, just making sure everything is good. Um they're def definitely breakable and chippable. I'm Jamaican. I like to eat bones. <laughs> and I have broken a few because I won't stop chewing bones. Okay. But now I've learned my lesson because I can't be flying back and forth to Colombia. <laughs> so when you break it, you ha you go there to go fix it? I do. Okay. <clears throat> Just because I want the same material and mm -hmm. I want the same doctor. He knows my mouth and, you know, I'm a regular there. Okay. I try to go every couple months to get my cleaning. Mm -hmm. And not because I just want to go to Colum I mean just cuz I want to go to that that dentist. I love traveling. Mm -hmm. So, it's something for me to do. 
No, that is that's awesome. And again, mm-hmm. these are teachable moments because I see online a lot of shows, and this ain't one of those shows where they try to shame people. And they, you know, just for the views, just for the click, but like mm-hmm. people are really curious, should yeah. I do this? You know, and it's not just the women, it's mm-hmm. men too, who are yeah. getting all type of work done and hair implants and yep. all that, you know. I would definitely say it's optional. Mm-hmm. It's whatever you want to do. Miami, everywhere. I wouldn't, I wouldn't even just say Miami because you have great dentists all through the States, whatever you feel comfortable doing. I heard people say that they don't want to get their teeth done. Um, across the waters because they don't want to have to go there every time they need something fixed. I don't mind going there. Mm-hmm. I actually enjoy getting on the plane and going there, yeah. okay. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So that's just something for me to do. I can find a dentist here to do my cleaning, but I go to my dentist. Yeah. That's my dentist. Yeah. And so, your reason to travel. Yeah. And, and a reason and, and, to get on the plane. Now that's exactly, that is, that is beautiful. That is beautiful. And, and I love the way you tell the story. Now you do the hair. But before I get into your show, you also promote events and parties. Talk about some of how you got into that. You know, what's the enjoyable? Because that's a lot of work. It's a lot of work with dealing with the people that, you know, attitudes, egos, everything. Like what got you into doing, you know, events? Um, Basically just popularity, just being popular and knowing that I can capitalize off it. Okay. You know, when you're popular and you support people, naturally those people are going to support you. Mm-hmm. So that's was my main reason for doing events. And then it's like, okay, um, my business is slow this time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> my business is slow this time. What can I do to create more income? And that's something else to do. Okay. I can always have money in my pocket. You know, if I keep doing these things every couple of months and then I have my business running, you know, why not? Now... With with being popular, the parties, because you said also, you know, with doing your own wigs, are you on the sewing machine doing them or doing them by hand? I do both. Okay. I do both. I'm still in the learning process how to sew on the sewing machine. Um, I'm taking my time uh, teaching myself. Mm-hmm. I do YouTube videos and other wig makers. I watch their videos as well. You know, but it's time consuming. It's easier for me to just sew it myself. Okay. Um, but I'm learning how to use the sewing machine as well. Yeah, we need to learn how to do it. I, 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 we're going to talk about off air about yeah. that. Because, um, yeah, there's a deal I did in Kenya. It didn't work out because when you win, you win. But not everybody knows how to share money. Okay. I don't want to talk about it because we're about to go to court for it. I need my money. Um, okay. You know, I need I need my five dollars no. every 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 time. If I yes. trust and believe in you, yes. then you need to. You know, but you know, do you, we need to find the automated process if mm-hmm. it's the most effective. But you know, doing the wigs, being popular, doing the parties, and we we're talking about the body. Mm-hmm. Are you? Think you're popular because of the way you look? Because you, I mean, was your personality always? She, she, she can be a wild child. So, yeah, you my, know. my personality is always bubbly. Okay. Um, I'm a social butterfly. Um, I like people, but I don't like people. Mm-hmm. I don't I know if that. You. I don't know if that makes sense. I understand. Yeah, so, I overstand. Oh, you overstand. <laughs> yes. Okay, good. So I, I just try to ming, mix and mingle when I can. Um, the body is definitely a plus. Mm-hmm. You know, they like the body. They like the way I carry myself as well. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, having a conversation with me is, is another level of of likes. 
Okay. So. Do you think it's like when um, we were kids, you know, I'm talking about like middle school, elementary, where when the kid, the boy could get his ear pierced and other boys might not have their ear pierced. And I should do this ear because this is the ear that that was done. (laughs) Um, Like, okay, she was brave enough to do that. Mm -hmm. I want to do it, but maybe I don't have the money. Maybe I'm not brave enough to go Mm -hmm. under the knife. Do you think it's some of that? Like, okay, that's that's the bad girl. or It's it's definitely motivation. I have women... Everywhere I go, she's there. They be like, "Oh, you give me life. That body. Oh my God, what did you do?" And I'm not shy. I don't have anything to hide. I will tell you my whole story. I tell you where to go, what doctor did it, how I feel about that doctor. I share everything with everyone. Mm-hmm. You have some women there, you know, they don't want to share. They don't want to look the same. They don't want people to know their secrets. No, I'm not like that. Okay. No, I will definitely put you on and put you in the right direction. Yeah. The last doctor that did my boobs and my stomach, I sent him eight people. Wow. Yeah. You I got mean, another business right there with referrals. Right? Hello. He needs I need a <laughs> referral fee. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I sent him eight people. You know, it's 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 good. I don't mind sharing with people. Okay. No, that and since you said you don't mind sharing with people, let's jump into the show and, you know, tell the people what your newly show is. And let me just put this on record, because when this show goes over a million followers and views and all that, yeah. you called me a couple weeks ago. You're like, hey, what you told me? And we've mm-hmm. only met once before mm-hmm. at her shop. Mm-hmm. And she was, you know, asking just some tips. And I'm thinking on myself, like, you know, I get paid to do this. But it's. I told her she got a million dollars if she wants. So hopefully when she's on that road, she'll come back and say, Kellen, what is it going to take to get you on the team? But we talked about your show. Your first episode did very well. You had over a thousand people in shares. Tell them about your show, how they can connect and why you're doing this. So I've been looking for something else to do just because I get bored so easily. Um, I was thinking of taking another class, doing something else. And then I just started watching Kenja G on social media. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I could definitely do this. Oh, my God. She's such an inspiration. So I decided to whack consulted a few of my friends, see what they thought. I also called you mm-hmm. um, because I really wanted to do it, but I didn't know how to break into it. I mm-hmm. know I do have quite a following on Instagram and Facebook, and but I wanted to do it, you know, trying to go the, the best way I can. So I started um, the Singles Live. Um, I'm interviewing singles, men and women. Mm-hmm. And I want people to, there are so many single people in South Florida. Mm -hmm. Um, It's a ridiculous amount. Um, Everyone's single. If they're not single, they're dating somebody else's husband or the men are dating somebody else's wife. Hello. And I just want, you know, single people to have a platform where they can meet locally. Mm -hmm. And I want, I want to be the middle person. Okay. So what I do if I interview you at the end of You can't interview me. You know, I'm old and married. But yeah, Yeah. (laughs) if she interview y'all. If I interview y'all, at the end of the interview, I put, you know, how people can reach you. Mm -hmm. And, you know, hopefully people reach out. Okay. Now, you know, sometimes and Kendra and others, you know, in all full disclosure, I don't clout chase off names, Mm -hmm. but I know all the YouTubers you can think of in this space. Know know them personally. They might give me the same call you've called. I've I've had conversations with the ones that are here and the ones that are not. Because I really don't, 
Uh, I don't get like a high off, oh, this person's name, but you guys can take read between the lines. Mm-hmm. I know when I say I know these people, people always say, oh, but these people are so single. I met you when you were married. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm not going to tell the full conversation when we met because mm-hmm. I'm not going to put you out there like that. Okay. Not, you know, <laughs> not, but but I met your husband first. He was at the shop. Yes. Or, or, you know, and I don't know if he's still your husband, but shout out to Alton. Very nice guy. <laughs> very cool. She coughed. So I'm assuming that, you know. He's a nice guy. Yeah. To, at least in that meeting. And he has a nice face, nice demeanor. Like mm-hmm. he just seemed like a gentle spirit, mm-hmm. whatnot. Um, you know, are you still married or you are you single now? Too? I'm still legally married, but okay. I'm single and we're going through a divorce. Okay. Okay. And and, and I'm going to just say, no. Go, you know, I'm 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 a I'm, a pray I'm single. I'm, a, I'm outside. Yeah, I'm a pray against Alton. I'm 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 for Alton. Like, yeah, yeah, I'm for Alton. Boys will be boys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, let's do a mediation real quick because um, it ain't too many Altons around there. That's but, a fact. Yeah, but um, you know, so you're you're going through whatever you're going through. Mm-hmm. So you you must love love to want other people to like get together and you know be connected. I do. I don't like being single, but mm-hmm. I am very picky when it comes to sharing my time with someone. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a certain personality and not everyone can mesh with it. Mm-hmm. You know, so I'm just um, dating. But I also, I'm seeing an overwhelming amount of women that are just single. And I'm like, oh, let's see where the show can go. Mm-hmm. So hopefully in another year, when I get that million followers, <laughs> let's speak it into existence. Yeah, for real. You know, and the show becomes successful. Um, you'll have more married people than single people. I believe that God, <clears throat> God didn't just start with Adam. He started with Adam and Eve. Mm-hmm. So I do believe that people should be together. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, uh, a man can't be alone. He ain't supposed to be alone. So, exactly. And that companionship shouldn't be just something you find at the club mm-hmm. or, you know, at the massage parlor. Uh-oh. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't have to go there. I'll get mm-hmm. another guest, a male, to come in and yeah. talk about that. But everybody needs companionship. I, I believe so. Yeah. We- companionship is good. It keeps you sane. You know, you have you have a rock to... To lean on, whether I'm the rock or you're the rock. Mm-hmm. I believe people need somebody. Okay. Now, are you ready for all the smoke, you know, that's going to come with the more progress you get? Who does she think she is? And then they're reading into your life. And remember when she was seven and she did that? <laughs> like, it's going to come down to that. And I, what I tell people is don't read the comments because if you believe the good, you'll believe the bad. Yes. So no need to read the comments. Mm-hmm. Make them pay to get your attention, mm-hmm. right? Super Chats, all that good stuff, Mm -hmm. Uh, Patreon groups, and your own website. Mm -hmm. I'm giving y'all, I'm saying that because I've said all this to Aaliyah, but I'm giving the game so you can do the same if Mm -hmm. you want. But are you ready for the smoke? How do you take criticism? I am definitely ready for the smoke. And I'm Queen B on ignoring people. Okay. I'm Queen B on tuning you out. I'm a Virgo. I, I, I don't. I don't follow what people are saying. I let you follow what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't I don't tune into people. I don't tune into negative negative negativity because my confidence is is two hundred percent about mm-hmm. myself, about whatever I'm doing. Mm-hmm. It's always, you know, all about me, mm-hmm. you know, or whatever I'm doing. So I'm not worried about what people have to say. As long as I like it and it benefits me, I'm only worried about what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. That's it. 
Okay, okay. And I know that, you know, you're doing it for your purpose because I had mentioned some other things, and you're like, nah, that, that doesn't really tickle the fancy right now. <laughs> I, you know, I want to I wanna do this with mm-hmm. relationships. Now this idea just popped up. You get enough people, enough singles on your roster that you have. Mm-hmm. Now you got an event, a full event. Maybe we do it here at Podcast cast space plus and you know you got the guys on this side women on this side Mm -hmm. and everybody can you know speed date or whatever they want to say um any toxic folk sometimes they're good for tv too so pretty much we need some of everybody yeah yeah because folks will start telling you talking points they heard online because they didn't have no daddy or uncle that was sharp with the game just lame so (laughs) they just you know spew well i make six figures like that ever meant anything let me tell y'all Y'all, money ain't never made nobody. Mm-hmm. It can really show what type of jerk you are mm-hmm. and how lame and uneducated you are. But if you think six figures is some money, you just haven't had enough and you haven't been around enough people who yes, have it. Pretty much. You know, and out here in Palm Beach County, I mean, there's real wealth out here. There's definitely real real wealth here. and um, But people, I think they like the drive. In today's society and the the new millennials, they don't want to work. Mm-hmm. They don't want to work for it. You, ha- I'm seeing a lot of young people that they want the smoke, but they're not willing to start the fire. Mm. You definitely have to work for everything. Everything I've had or I've gotten was never given to me. I mm-hmm. worked for it. So basically, once you put in the work, you're going to see the results. Okay. Okay. And you put in the fact that you put in eight years at the shop Mm -hmm. says that you're not, you know, it just doesn't happen overnight. I mean, that's almost a decade Mm -hmm. wanting and driving and pushing. So, you know, I I believe that if you just stay consistent, like I've told you, you know, on the phone, it's going to win. What do you think it is with this generation that doesn't want to work? And what can we do um, you know, I got gray hairs in my mm-hmm. my hair. I done earned mm-hmm. them, right? Mm-hmm. What can we do to get them motivated? Because I meet people and I say, oh, wow, that's great. If you do this, this, and this, but they're like, well, one, I don't want to pay for no coaching. You ain't got to pay me. I just told you what to do. Run mm-hmm. with it. But it'd mm-hmm. be a lot faster with me. Mm-hmm. But then they'll say, but, you know, I kind of want to do it my way. Which I'm cool with that. Yeah. I do it the Frank Sinatra way. Yeah. But I also had mentors who gave me the game so I could be at the BET Awards. Mm-hmm. So I could go to London and know people. Go to, you know, mm-hmm. South Africa and kick it. What mm-hmm. is that in this generation? They don't want to work and they don't want to listen. Facts. Big facts. <laughs> um, I would like to say they need better role models. Um, But who taught us? Who made us... Um, do what we're doing. We saw other people in wanting to be like them or wanting to be better than them. I grew up knowing that I want my children and my children's children to be better than me and have a better childhood than I had, which I had a great childhood, but I want them to have the greatest better Mm -hmm. you know i want to create generational wealth and that's in me so i would like to say i want to i don't have an excuse on or 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 how to make the new millennials do better you just have to it has to be within you okay you have to want 
want to be better? What What is your mom doing? What did your father do? I, I grew up watching my mom work two jobs and my father work nonstop. Mm-hmm. You know, I, 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 that inspired me. Like they never sat down. Mm-hmm. And Jamaicans, I, nine jobs. Hey, Bon, live in color. <laughs> they never sat down. Yes. And I, 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 I don't sit down either. Yeah. If I'm not traveling, I'm partying. If I'm not partying, I'm working. I'm always doing something. Yeah. But, you know, 90% of my time I'm working. Okay. Okay. Which you should be, because what are you going to be doing? Playing video games? You know, and if you're not, not on Twitch, <laughs> I don't know why, especially for the grown men. Why you're playing video games? Because there's always some work to be done. Always, especially if you have a dream, a purpose, and a passion. Facts. So I, I just don't, I don't get it. But um, I know for you know my, I'm I'm from the eighty eighty era, mm-hmm. and we know crack hit a lot of people. I've worked with kids in different group homes and even psych wards. I can see what you come from. Sometimes. I, you give those people a pass, but everybody's mama wasn't on crack cocaine no. or, you know, and everybody's mama now ain't on meth. And it's just the lack of wanting to really follow. You want to be the leader. You want to mm-hmm. jump into leadership. Even mm-hmm. the mafia, you got to be underneath folks and do all type of stuff. I don't know nothing about it. Winchester, you know, they might sponsor us. So that's why them bullets are there. I just want to <laughs> make it clear, but you know, um, it, it's, I don't get it. And I just want someone to tell me what can we do? Because when I mentor my people in Jamaica, mm-hmm. I've had mentors there through mm-hmm. GMI. Mm-hmm. I have one now in Togo and I'm happy the dude is a genius. They're hungry. They want to win. And immigrants win anyway, especially in America. But yeah. even in, you know, their home, they want to win. And I don't get it. I'm like, is this an American thing? Do you see the same thing in Jamaica? Absolutely. Really? Okay. Absolutely. It's definitely the, it's just the millennials everywhere. Mm. It's not um, It's not a country thing. It's everywhere. Mm-hmm. It's a worldwide thing. Mm-hmm. A lot of the young children, they lack motivation. They, they, they lack that drive to... to, to to be hungry, to want this and want that. When I was younger, I knew I wanted to be rich. Mm-hmm. And that's just my thing. Yeah, I want to be, I wouldn't even use rich. I'd say wealthy mm-hmm. because that's a different type of mindset. It's not just winning the lotteries, working for, it's working for whatever you want, putting it in that work and getting the results. Like I would like to just, let some money drop on my lap, but I didn't work for it. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't mind putting in the work and have growth on a yearly, monthly, you know, couple, couple it, de- it depends on how fast I'm working or how good I'm basically. You know, you're not, you just <laughs> flowing it and going, but I, 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 I got you. You wanted some things and you wanted some more things than what you saw your parents and grandparents yes. had. I want to work for whatever I have. Yeah. I want to work for it. I don't want it to fall on my lap. I mm-hmm. want to see my progress. Got you. I want to say, remember how, um, what I did in 2020, look at me in 2021 and 2022 and 2023. I want to see my progress. I want to work for whatever I have, but the generation, now they just want to sit back and just—they're just so laid back. Okay. They don't have motivation. Okay, and maybe they're on to something because maybe they're maybe you know if money is not a thing. I've heard people tell me, "Well, I don't really want to be rich," and I and to me, I'm like, "You speaking straight up 
Cantonese Chinese. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, you, like you, what you don't. Is that? What? <laughs> yeah. you, you, you don't want to be what? No, I just kind of want to be in my tent or I want to have my van and we want to travel and and I want to be free like a nomad. And I'm like, y'all no say, pero hey, it's up to you. Tira no. la puerta, though, because that mentality might yeah. be contagious yes. and I need you to get it away from no me. No comprendo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, it's, yeah. It's, it's, it's weird. And it's rich... I think is a mindset thing. I definitely want to be rich slash wealthy, mm -hmm. but you have to put in the work. Mm -hmm. I want to be able to create wealth for my children and my children's children. Mm -hmm. So they can motivate their children in whatever I built for them. I want my legacy to keep going, mm -hmm. you know, even when I'm not here, yeah. if I build, um, if I have a salon and I decided to get another salon, I have a daughter, I would like her to keep it going. Yeah. You know, but she may not be interested in doing hair or makeup, but that's money that's in her pocket if she just keeps it going. Yeah. Hiring and just keep the business flowing, franchise, yes. mobile, you know, spa, mm -hmm. add more services, yeah. all that, all that. Now, when we talk about that riches and the wealth, I'm going to give you some space to answer this question. It's my signature question, by the way. Okay. But, you know, with the success you've had now and the best is yet to come, what is a community give back that you're doing or that you would like to do in the future? Free events, um, networking events, um, I would like to provide a platform where the people that don't know how to to get to this level or this level, I can provide a platform for them to get to it. Mm. Basically teach them, show them, give you the handbook. Mm -hmm. But again, you just have to have the motivation to do it. Okay. I would like to help, you know, teach people and show people how to do it, how to just, some people are scared. You know, some people don't know how to put their best foot first and then just keep doing one step at a time. They just want to jump in it. Mm -hmm. And it's it's life is not a jump in process. It's a learning process. It's one one foot at a time process. And I would like to show people how to do that and let them see my growth. So I'm thinking like a course, you got a program, your mentees, you can take a, a few at a time and see how they go. Cause I've seen just, we've been here about three years now mm -hmm. and we came during the pandemic, but I've seen people who get a shop, then they lose it. Then they try to find another shop. What do you think would have happened if you would not have done that eight years and it, that shop that you have now was just given to you? You think you would have been able to keep it? Would you have learned? And Absolutely known not. Really? Okay. I would have not. The reason why it took me eight years was not because I couldn't afford it. Mm -hmm. I wasn't ready mentally for that um, type of responsibility. Mm -hmm. And being confined to that space and wanting to like break out of it, mm -hmm. that gave me, you know, the motivation to call Sam and say, hey, Sam, we need to look for a space now. Like I, 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 it took growth to get there. Mm -hmm. When something just drop on your lap, you don't know what to do with it. Yeah. You know, you just have to, you have to get there. You have to grow. You have to get to that, that place where you said, okay, I'm ready now. Okay. Yeah. I could have gotten that salon and more salons, mm -hmm. you know, years ago, but I wasn't ready. Now, and I want to even go deeper into you not being ready because the growth, the mentally people say, okay, 
what does that really mean? That you would not have opened up the shop every day? Or you would not have been able to keep the shop clean? Or you would have had folks in there having a party every day? Like, what what does that mean? Because some people, they're like, oh, I'm ready now. I came out the womb ready. And yeah. I just want them to kind of even hear more about where were you like? Was it an immaturity thing or just a knowledge of how a business is run? Definitely. It's more about a knowledge about how a business is run and not being ready mentally. Um, the salon needs to be cleaned every day, you know, or a deep cleaning every week. Mm -hmm. I would have not been doing that. <laughs> you know, um, I have small handbags and jewelry that I have to restock. I have to keep my business going. I wouldn't have done that. I would have just, listened, went in their work, locked up, and went home. Mm. You know, it's a level of maturity that I didn't reach. Mm. I wasn't ready to run a business, be that boss. And um, it, 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 took, it took me a while to mentally prepare myself. You know, not saying that um, I couldn't have done it. If you threw me in there, mm -hmm. I could have done it. But it would have probably being going probably going a downward spiral because I would have just took it as, you know, it was given to me and I just can't be bothered. I don't want to do it. Mm -hmm. But now when you work for it, when you save towards it, it really puts another spin on how you handle your own business. Mm. You want to keep it going. You want to put the love into it. You want to keep it clean. You want to keep this stocked. I want to keep my mannequin heads full you know, I want when people come in, they get that, ah, oh, you know, I love it here. Yeah. And it took me a while mentally to say, okay, so I'm going to take the time out to research my furniture, research the way I want it to look. Before, I wouldn't have done that. I would have probably just did something quick just to have my own space. Okay. You know, but when you prepare yourself mentally, just getting ready and say, okay, so I'm going to want this. And I'm going to need this. And then I'm going to have to save this amount to get to this. You know, it's not just jumping into it. You're putting thought mm -hmm. into how you want your business, how you want to run your business and what you want it to be like. Okay. And I wasn't there. Okay. And have you thought of having a shop also <clears throat> in Jamaica? And I want you to talk about maybe the differences between a Jamaican shop and American shop. I don't want to put words in your mouth or speculate, but you know, sometimes people tell me, well, Kellen, you say that because in America, you guys have access to all of this. And I'm like, wait, hold on. You can pick up trash anywhere in the world. Yes. You can pick up, you can scrub here <clears throat> any, mm -hmm. anywhere in the world and feel free to pour yourself some, I don't want you to be coughing when you mm -hmm. answer this question, but you know, you know, but, um, let the, um, but let the people know, do you ever have plans on doing a shop in Jamaica? And what would the differences be if you did open up a shop there as well? I haven't put thought into opening a business in Jamaica. My thought for Jamaica was to bring supplies from America and be like um, a supplier that go from business to business and bring the mm. supplies to you as a stylist. Mm. They don't have that in Jamaica. They have salons everywhere. Mm. But as far as, say, I, you work for Gucci. This is just a, for instance, an example. Mm -hmm. You work for Gucci. Um, there's Gucci everywhere, but you don't have a Gucci representative that comes to you. Mm. And that is 
how Jamaica is. You, they don't have um, a supply business that come to them every week and say, okay, you need a relaxer, you need combs, you need brushes, you need tools, you need um, hair wraps. What do you need? And I'll be here every Monday. Mm -hmm. That's what I thought about doing in Jamaica. And that could be ideas for anyone, you know. <clears throat> like, again, I, I don't mind sharing. Mm -hmm. Excuse me. Um, I don't want to keep all ideas to myself. I just believe that people can uh, people can make money anywhere. Mm -hmm. um, but I never put in thought about doing a, a salon. There are a lot of salons and business. People even do hair on the street in Jamaica. Mm -hmm. yeah. Okay, so that's that's going to be like a needle in a haystack. I want to do something more standout mm -hmm. that stands out more, you know, like having my own supply business that go from salon to salon and bring you products. They don't have that. Is Jamaica one of those places for, you know, ask anybody in Africa, they'll tell you the reason I don't do a business there is because they're going to steal from me. And this is the police are going to come and want their peace and that. But when we go to Jamaica, you know, mm -hmm. taking it from a Chris Rock joke, mm -hmm. you get in a van typically, um, mm -hmm. Go through the worst poverty most people in America have never seen. Okay. Hit the resort, then they come back home and say, "Hey, Jamaica was beautiful." Mm -hmm. I've had rented a, a spot in Jamaica for my wife and I because we can't stay in the resorts in Jamaica. I'll be honest; they're beautiful, but I want to touch the people. I don't want to have to sign two waivers just to leave the resort because <laughs> I don't even want to use your driver from the resort. I'm gonna touch my people because these are my folks, right? Yeah. I'm yeah. from Oakland, but we also go through Africa, and I God's got us. Mm -hmm. You know, He take care of. Four and babies and everybody in between they say that's what the old folks say so you know is jamaica a place where if you were to set up a shop that you don't have to worry about the people stealing from you um in the system basically is what africa a lot of times lacks that is not my main concern mm -hmm. is not being able to set up a business because you can secure your business properly mm -hmm. where they don't come in and rob you mm -hmm. um if i was to do like a store in Jamaica, you're going to need stuff like grills. Okay. I would definitely do a buzzer at the door. Mm -hmm. um, there are ways to secure yourself, um, but not 100%. Mm -hmm. Because if someone really wants to rob you, they're going to watch you first. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then get your pattern. And that's how people rob people. So there's no real answer for that or no real way to protect yourself 100% from people robbing you. Mm -hmm. But that's not my concern at all. Mm -hmm. um, because there's, there, there's crime everywhere. Yeah. You know? What about people paying your money? Like, do you, I don't hear that about Jamaica. Like where, extortion? No, just like where if you're doing a business and people people saying, oh, they robbed me. My, my cashier robbed me, right? Mm -hmm. And the money just, it because for Africa, I tell people, we don't take cash. Anywhere we do business, we're not taking cash. Okay. At all. So you don't have to worry about, you know, I can see digitally the customer paid. It went to the system. You don't have access to the bank or the crypto or whatever, you know, may be used. So I don't have to worry about that. But is Jamaica... Um, trustworthy i know jamaicans to be hardworking, and i've never had an issue while in jamaica or with any jamaican so i might be naive i might be biased and be like oh no nah, jamaica's paradise you ain't yeah. got to worry about that just set up all the business um so i would the best way to answer that is it's hard to know who's trustworthy because people wear a mask daily mm. they present themselves as people or ways in ways that you can't see mm -hmm. 
Mm -hmm. Um, It's not just Jamaica, it's in America as well. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's hard to say, okay, I'm going to hire her and she's trustworthy because I know her. She's my cousin's sister or she's my, my best friend's brother or whoever. You know, it's hard to say. You just have to find someone that you feel like it's trustworthy. Mm-hmm. Um, could be a family member, although family rem- members rob you too. Yeah. So it's it's really hard to say, okay, I would put her in my business because I trust her. Because you can't really trust anyone 100%. Mm. So opening something in Jamaica is always a risk. Okay. That's why if I was supposed to do anything, it would be my, my mobile business where I'm the one collecting the Mm-hmm. Or if I have a driver, he's the one collecting the money because he's going to have to show me my inventory is missing. Where's the money? Mm-hmm. I'm going to need it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. I, I like it. And I have some ideas when you want to do that. That's um, something, again, we tried to do in mm-hmm. Mombasa with a young lady who just wasn't, you know, she couldn't handle getting the money and then sharing it. That's mm-hmm. a hard thing to do for some people. You know, even when you see people coming from nothing, they come up with a team and music, mm-hmm. and then you hear the group broke up. And you're like, what happened? Well, I needed more money. And it's like, you didn't have nothing two years ago. Mm-hmm. Now you got millions to split, Drew Hill or whoever you want to say. I'm dating myself, so I don't mm-hmm. call anybody that, you know, we currently okay. may know. But um, <laughs> it, it's just it's just amazing to me like why people can't split money when there's plenty of it you can even print it you know you you can mine it you know that's crypto that's crypto for those of you who do crypto um you can mine it there's plenty of money out there money's not our issue for you though what is like your just ultimate goal that you haven't stated? Like, what would you like to do in the next five years, whether it be here in Palm Beach or Colombia mm-hmm. or, you know, Mexico? We were talking about that off air, you know, talking about the possibilities of what Mexico is allowing people to do. Okay. What's like the, the dream whether and with the show? Let's okay. not forget the show. The show. Yeah. I would like the show to blow up. Uh-huh. I would like to do it more than once a week. Now I'm only doing it on Mondays. I mm-hmm. would like to do it at least three times a week. I'd like to have time where I can do it three times a week. I'd like to still be able to run my business, be a mom. I mm-hmm. want to do it all. Mm-hmm. Um, run my business, be a mom, basically have my show going and multiple other businesses while still can travel. I want it all. Okay. You know, I yeah. want all the smoke. Yeah. I don't want to limit myself. Yeah. You know, I don't want time to sit down. Okay. I can sit down when I'm dead. Just keep me going <laughs> for now. Keep me active. You know, um, when I'm ready to take a break, I'm sure I can when I, when I want to. Mm-hmm. So, but that's basically it. I want to be active all the time. Okay. I want in the next five years, I would like to, <clears throat> still have my salon open another business venture that I won't discuss mm-hmm. because I want it to be here in West Palm Beach and I don't want anybody to steal that idea. Yeah, you know they can't take it from you, right? <clears throat> well, they could take the idea. They ain't going to do it like you'll do it. They sure won't. They can't. That, that's the thing about releasing stuff. People worry about that stuff. And I say, I used to be like that and my, my wife had to tell me 15, maybe longer than that before we got married. She was like, they, they can't do it like you're going to do. Um, so just do it and share just keep sharing and since i just been keep sharing and keep sharing mm-hmm. they've no one's ever stolen anything from me but i don't want you to tell your idea now because mm-hmm. while it's premature somebody mm-hmm. will try to throw you off and you're yes. working on one thing but you, you know it, the sharing mm-hmm. so you want to do it all 
And I do believe, women, you can have it all. Mm-hmm. Y'all just have to want it and take it. You have to want it and be able to take it, work towards it. Um, there are a lot of women doing it all. Yeah. You know, and I want to be one of them. Yeah. And and, and not letting um, anything, children and all these things. Like, children, for me, I, I people say, man... You take care of your children, but I made a deal with my wife to take care of my children while she went through her med school. Okay. So I said, no, I'm going to knock them out. You know, just let me take care of them Mm -hmm. because I don't want to limit anyone. And even with my daughters, LondonandSydney.com, that's their website. Mm Y'all check it out. Get a book. Um, You know, I want y'all to believe you can have it all, too, if you so want. Not everybody wants to be married. Not everybody's marriage material. Mm -hmm. That might be something on the show. Mm -hmm. And we might talk. We might have, like, a a quick game (laughs) overload talking about relationships. But this is strictly about business. Let the people know where they can find you, Aaliyah. So, my beauty salon is at 2695 North Military Trail Suite in West Palm Beach, Florida, 33409. My Facebook is Aaliyah, A-L-I-A, Lee, L-E-E. My business Facebook is Palm Beach Barbie 2. One word, Palm Beach Barbie with the number two at the end, and that's also my business Instagram. Um, Palm Beach Barbie 2 and Palm Beach Barbie is my personal Instagram. You guys have been blessed by the game. Any outtakes, game overload, you can check that out. But I just I want to leave it there for the kids who can get the game. But the next thing may not be for the kids. It may be grown folk talk. <laughs> so you guys, make sure if you do nothing else that you share the game, this will change somebody's life. Y'all, be blessed. Are you tired of the violence, tired of the injustice, police brutality, rampant discrimination, lack of gun control in this failed by a socioeconomic experiment called America? Or maybe you need a break from the relentless grind and want to regain control of your destiny, your wealth, your health, and your purpose. Diversifiedgame.com has the right course for you. Prepare for my first trip to Africa. Looking to reconnect with your roots, start a new business, or just a fresh start. Africa, aka the motherland, is waiting. Don't let the Chinese and the Mazungus have the fun and also take over the motherland. From Cairo to Mombasa, from Dakar to Cape Town, Africa has something for everyone from business opportunities to the most amazing people, safety, leisure, and landscapes. The opportunities abound. It is time for the diaspora to reconnect with their roots. Time to reconnect with the birthplace of humanity. Africa is the last frontier. Get your head in the game and reclaim your legacy. The writing is on the wall. Babylon is falling. Give up the stress, grind, and violence inflicted on our people on this continent and prepare for a journey of restoration and joy by connecting with the land of your ancestors. Check out our new course and kick off your adventure at diversifygame.com.